Before every episode this season, we are providing specific calls to action to encourage our listeners to fight against police brutality and systemic racism. This week, we want to talk about the importance of consistently supporting artists and musicians of color. Throughout the pandemic, Bandcamp has designated the first Friday of every month to waive their revenue share of sales, including this Friday, August 7th. We encourage you to support Black artists and other artists of color those days in particular when it benefits the artists most. We've added links to artists we're fans of, including Soul Glow, Proper, The Muslims, Orion Sun, High Noon, and more in the show notes of this episode. However, it is not enough to just give these artists support only one day each month. If you are a white person who only listens to music made by white people, that's a problem. It is important to think about why that may be the case, or why a more diverse array of artists have not come across your radar organically. Then, take the time to actively seek out artists of color to support. We link to an incredible database of Black artists on Bandcamp, which is searchable by name, genre, and location. It's never been easier to find a new favorite band while supporting Black artists in your area. If you are also a white musician, especially one with a large following, make an effort to let your fans know about Black artists you love that you think the others would love too. We'd also like to spotlight NEVA, the National Independent Venue Organization. Music and arts venues were some of the first businesses to close for the pandemic, and they will be the last to open. Polestar forecasts that the live show industry will lose up to $8.9 billion in revenue if it remains shut down for the rest of 2020, which it very likely will. With no revenue to support their high overhead costs, many independent venues are at risk of closing permanently. NEVA is supporting the Save Our Stages Act to ensure that independent venues receive the financial assistance needed to reopen their doors when it's safe again. You can contact your representatives through the link in the show notes to demand that they pass Save Our Stages and protect the future of the live music industry. Well, I for one... Um, (laughs) Well, I for one... (laughs) Well, I for one... (laughs) And I for two... (laughs) And two for three... (laughs) Please, no more. Um, Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Lauren. We start every episode of this show by reminding you that we play in the band Coping Skills. You know, in case you forget between the last time you listened to the show and now. And then reminding you that we don't actually really play music anymore. We just kind of make this podcast. But this week is different. Yeah, because it turns out that we're liars and we do make music still. Uh, At the very least, we made our first new song together in over two years. And we made it specifically for this episode of the podcast. And while we made it, we recorded and documented the whole process, or most of it anyway. And we're going to bring you all of that in a behind-the-music episode of the show. So strap in, folks. It's going to be a bumpy ride. This This is is More Talk, talk, Less Rock. Hey, Lauren, guess what? What's that? Well, I was digging through my trash the other day, my my digital trash, my overflowing digital trash folder. Your, your digital, digital get trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you 
know, just like there's just a lot of stuff buried in there. And yeah. at the bottom, I found an unmarked vocals only demo from 2015. And I, I really need to share it with you. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Is this is this something that that you made or is this something that I made? Or is this something we made together? This is something that you made and sent to me. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I am apprehensive. <laughs> As but, expected. <laughs> uh, I guess we just go for it. Yeah, I wouldn't be bringing it up if I didn't think this was going to lead to something worthwhile. Okay. I believe that. Okay. And this is an anxiety that I need to... Move past. (laughs) And it starts now. (laughs) Here we go. I'm too willing to give. You're too eager to take. That desire to live was my first big mistake. I'm uncomfortable. Give it a chance. I remember this. The intent in your eyes I can see through the smoke I am living a punchline But I'm not a joke I'm untouchable Just the way I intended to be Oh my god. Okay, but like, hear me out. This could be a banger. This could, like, this could go. Okay. The distance. Um... And so listening to it, I mean, we never made it into, like, I don't remember what happened to this. I don't know why it was in my trash folder. I just, like, don't, probably because it was unlabeled. My bad. But I... Well, I think what, what probably happened is that uh, you were like, Lauren, send me some things that you've come up with. Please send me some things, please. So we could write songs. Please do it, please. <laughs> and I probably said... You, oh no! I have this thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's anything, but I considered you. I guess you know whatever. Um, and then you were probably like, "Hey, this is cool." And then I was probably like, "No, no, no! It's fine. It's it, we 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 could just we could just do something else. It's fine. Whatever." And then I got lost to time. Yeah. Well, uh, I would like to reach into the ghost of uh, abandoned songs past and uh, propose a new project for the pod. What's that? The project is to finish the damn thing and I don't know like like I I also know that I have tons of abandoned demos and just like little snippets of ideas that I recorded down but never finished and I think you know this is a talk rock show a rock talk show talk and rock and rock and talk and show (laughs) I regretted every second of that but uh, no it was great we're keeping it it was great I think we need to utilize our strengths in collaboration to finish our demos. So what I would like to do is to take this song and work together to make it a whole song. Okay. We are currently not in the same place. Uh, so you're thinking like a we just like send some send some stuff back and forth. Yeah. And and layer and and do it that way. I think you you take the song, bring it mm-hmm. up to now, bring it into 2020, and then send it to me. And I'll do some stuff to it. 
and then I'll send it back to you and you'll do some stuff to it. And then you'll send it back to me and I'll do some stuff to it. And then we'll bring it together and it'll be done. And it doesn't matter. Freaking song. It, it can be anything, but the, the, the point is the process and, and using our more talk, less rock format to, to explore that process of, of finishing it. It will be really nice to have a reason, excuse, uh, to work on music again. Not that we need it, but I think maybe we need it. I certainly need it. Um, yeah. Cool. Well. Okay. Take your time. Re-record the vocals. Do what you wish. Okay. And we will reconvene on the project next week. So what do you got for me? What'd you do? What was it like? What I did first is I just uh, re-recorded the vocal that was there. Um, I made it audible, first of all. Um, <laughs> Even I just think, I think there is something very telling about um, 2015 Lauren. Even in the privacy of whatever space you were recording it in, doing it at such a low volume that like, like you didn't even want your phone to hear you. Listen. <laughs> I am very self-conscious in general and especially about like music ideas because I don't think any of them are very good and I don't want to waste other people's time listening to them. Obviously, that's not how any of this works, but that is uh, what the voice in my head tells me. So my theory was that like if I sing as quietly as possible into my phone, then no one will hear me. And then you'll, you'll barely even be able to hear the voice memo. So then maybe it'll just seem like a good idea because you won't really be able to hear it very well. <laughs> so I, I re-recorded the vocals and I added ad appropriate volume. Um, I added a, a, smidge of, a smidge of verb. And um, other than that, the vocals are pretty much the same. I didn't like really fuck with the melody or the lyrics or anything um because i i feel like it was just like clean slate this is more just like a like what the original demo should have been <laughs> okay yeah um and then i also added a little like baseline mm -hmm. to just because i felt like it it would be easier to work with the vocal with a little bit more like musical context sure i and and I remember this being like the bass, like I was probably, as I was thinking of this, like playing this line on the bass and like trying to figure out the words or the melody or whatever. Um, so I have a take with that in there also. Um, but that's about it. I was kind of playing around with some harmonies, but I don't think any of them really work. Okay. Um, so I kind of think it, uh, we should revisit that later, um, maybe when there's more going on, uh, or we figure out some other stuff to add. Because uh, I would like to be able to build off of some of the stuff that that you'll do with this after. What's the vibe you're going for with it? Uh, Lay it on me. Uh, hmm. What is the vibe? Angry and sad. The the <laughs> the, the music does not really sound like that. 
but I think the lyrics are kind of angry and sad. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that the first word that you said was angry because that that does come across in in the original lyrics, but that wasn't the like residual feeling that I got from listening to just the vocal track. Definitely yeah. like melancholic and like 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 a level of simmering, a little uh, like a level of bitterness. But maybe bitterness is a better word. I feel like I don't usually feel like anger in like a a visceral way, but I know just like from coming up with the words that that is kind of where I was coming from. Definitely. But I think you're right. I think maybe like bitterness is a better word for it. Now that I'm thinking about it, like pretty much every uh, lyric that I have contributed to a coping skills song has had some <laughs> level of bitterness <laughs> attached to it. Um, I think that is the only, like out of any emotion, that is maybe the only one that like drives me at all to want to write some words down. Um, cause that's not, uh, like I don't, I don't very often get the impetus to do that. Right. But, but bitterness will do it. Apparently I'm, hey. I'm realizing right now. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> drives me too. about myself. Thank you. <laughs> the process this is the point. The session. process is the point. <laughs> the process is the point. Well, let's hear this um, updated bitter track. Four minutes, I'm Death too Cab. willing to give, you're too eager to take The desire to live was my first big mistake I'm uncomfortable, just the way that you want me to feel The intent in your eyes, I can see through the smoke I am living a punchline, but I'm not a joke I'm untouchable, just the way I intended to be. Put your hand down your throat and tear your insides out. Did you um play the bass on this or did you map it out in MIDI? No, I played it. Take a guess how long it's been since I picked up the face. When was our last show? I don't even know. <laughs> Time does not exist. <laughs> Gotta be honest, though, it felt pretty good. Yeah. I might do that more often now. You should. I was mostly asking, so I knew what I'd be working with uh, in the file. Yeah, it's an it's a, like an audio file. It'll make you feel better than you made me feel. I have no doubt. Cool. That's it. I'm glad you you added a bass track because it it gives more context to um to where you were headed with the original idea. Um, yeah, it feels darker. 
Yeah, and like I uh like I don't know that that is going to be like the final baseline. Like if you have some ideas or I come up with an idea or maybe if you want to like add a guitar and I think well, I think it changing the baseline will make it sound better. Like we can obviously like fuck with it. That's kind of the point of this whole project. Yeah. Um but I uh, yeah, I think it like it lends. I I think it it will make it easier um, to jump off of. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's it's pretty much the same, just like a cleaner vocal recording. Yeah, but um, the bass does add. Like I, I do really mean that it adds a lot to context because you, your voice tends to be pretty soft and just like like mm-hmm. texturally soft. Um, and so there's like a, a certain levity in that that is really contrasted by like how low the that bass is and like the the descending scale yeah. and like and the you know the choices that you made and so it yeah it it is a good branch to latch onto and to I'm gonna mix metaphors here and just drop whatever I was saying. Um, it's a good place to dive in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is a safe space to mix metaphors. It's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like there are coping skill songs that I've, like, tried to belt on or, like, use more, like, chest voice. But that, like, where my head voice sits is where I feel most comfortable vocally. Mm-hmm. So it felt the most natural to sing it that way. And also, I I remember being conscious of this when I recorded the demo. Um, but I thought it would be kind of cool to like keep the voice kind of lighter while also like singing words like uh, reach your hand down your throat and tear your insides out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like I it's like gory. contrast. I feel like maybe like if we get to a point at the end of this where like the the tone of the vocal, like we both feel like the tone should be a little bit different. I I would be open to re-recording it and singing it a little bit differently. Okay. Um, I think that that is kind of the beauty of this is that, you know, this may sound totally, by the time we're at the end, this may sound totally different. Like there may be no parts of what I have here left in it or, you know, it might be totally the same with just like some stuff added on. I, for one, am very excited to take this track and see what the fuck comes out. We are here back to revisit this demo that we are going to be ostensibly completing into a song. Right, that's the idea. Yeah, I think we will get there. I mean, it. Yeah, arguably, it started as a song. It just sure. was a little baby song. It was just like a fresh, not even necessarily a fresh born because it was five years old. But it, it's just you know, it was a little <laughs> oh my seedling. God, the demo was an infant. It was a little seedling that never got planted. Yeah, there and you now go. we are we've put it in the soil, mm-hmm. and we're putting some water on it and helping it grow, we're making it work. Um, so this week, um, you did some other stuff, and I don't know what that stuff is, 
and we're going to listen to it and talk about it and uh, go from there. Yes. Um, I'm really glad you re-recorded the vocals, not just because they weren't in any sort of tempo before, but like how long did you spend re-recording the vocals? I'm just curious. Uh, not that long. Because they sound really good. Like I think, uh, thank you. Um, yeah. I, truth be told, did not spend a ton of time on it. Because um, I I think a lot of the way the vocal sounded in the original demo was just me being very insecure. But there was some like quality to that vocal that I did like. And I, I tried to just recreate that in a way that was A, louder, and B, to a an actual tempo that could be recorded over um, and kind of give it a little bit more energy, just a little bit. But I, yeah, I did not, I did not really take a, a ton of time to redo that. I think I sang it through like maybe two or three times. I don't know. I think regardless of the time you spent on it, it was well sung and well recorded and well just like very lightly mixed. Like there's a perfect amount of reverb on it. And it just was, was <laughs> easy, easy track Thank to you. work with. Um and I just didn't touch it at all. Like other than okay. I, I made, like you were working in Pro Tools. I wanted to work in Ableton for a little bit. So all I had to do was make my own session and just like cut a little bit to get everything in the the time or the, um, the meter there. Um, mm-hmm. And so the first thing I did was you had recorded the bass by playing and I wanted to make a MIDI track out of it so that I could change a couple of notes like very small amount of notes and I don't love the sound but uh I I extended like when when you descend and ascend instead Mm -hmm. of leaving those as like two hit notes I just elongated them so they lasted a little Mm. longer which is what the word elongate means um sure (laughs) let's have a listen okay So we kind of went with that. And yeah, I like that. It it gives it like there's a little bit more of like a rhythmic quality to it. Yeah. I, I, I had used it like. and then taken it away and gone back to the original way that you had recorded it, but using the MIDI. And then after adding a few more things, like maybe a half an hour ago, I decided that I wanted to add it back in. Um, such as the nature of the beast. Sure. Uh one yeah. of I like that. And I, I'm even like not, I feel like you may have to hear it in the context of everything else, but I'm not even opposed to like a little like synth bass tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not opposed to it in general. I think the one that I picked could use some work. There's like a little yeah. bit of, of knocking to it mm-hmm. sometimes that I tried to cut out, but couldn't really figure out my way around the preset to... Mm-hmm to do so um one of the other things i did was add so i added two different kinds of synths there's like a a longer pad that originally Mm. i found sweeps i like swept through the whole song and i've reduced it to just choruses and it um it's like the root note of the bass part and then Mm -hmm. a fourth below 
Mm. I don't know why. I don't have a reason why, but that is what we did. And it's we don't just need a reason. Like very brief, and it sounds like this. I really do love a synth pad. Me too. I I like it like a, a an ethereal sort of sound. I like to fill up some space. I like to. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. I think it adds a, a very cool kind of element. I'm. I, I really like that idea. I'm. I I want to hear it like in in the context of the rest of it. Oh, we will That's get cool. there. Uh, the other thing that I added, I when I was listening to just the bass and the vocal um, bounce that you had sent me, I was starting to hear kind of like a. You you, you know how in like maps by the AAS that guitar is just like really fast I don't know if it's 16th notes I don't know shit about rhythm in that way Mm. but it's like a really fast uh, like back and forth pluck Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to add something that sounded kind of like that so I did this Mm. and so that comes in in the verses um and just it sort of follows the the bass and in, like it follows the exact bass notes of the of the verses but it doesn't like the whole way through like i don't i didn't change it so it did what the chorus bass did with the chorus i left the verse part going underneath the chorus yeah um, and uh so all of that together has led us to to this is the culmination of my week. I'm too willing to give, you're too eager to take. The desire to live was my first big mistake. I'm uncomfortable, it's the way that you want me to feel. The intent in your eyes, I can see through the smoke. I am living a punchline, but I'm not a joke. I'm untouchable, just the way I like that. tended to be. Put your hand down your mm. throat and tear your insides out. It'll make you feel better. Ooh. I like this like synth this like synth pop direction that we're going in. <laughs> I just <laughs> love so good. <laughs> yeah, like they're so fun to play with. And like even if you want to take some of these parts and like redo them on acoustic instruments or like change them a little bit, I think like playing with the synths makes it really easy to write stuff. Yeah, 100%. Or like write stuff down in MIDI and then like cuz then it's easy to adjust things to see what Makes sense musically, and then focusing on like the tone or the instrumentation or whatever. Yeah, um, it's just so fun to build layers and textures. Yeah, and so um, there there wasn't much more than that that I could really that I felt like I could dive into. I was mm. curious. I wanted to wait to see 
what direction you wanted to go to with percussion. Yeah. I think I think maybe like next steps, it, it might be a good idea for us to like, because I like all the stuff that you added. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like the synthy stuff. I like the Pez. I think that's really cool. Um, and maybe now might be a good time for us to like, because like listening back to that now, like I wasn't sure if I wanted to like keep the structure the way it is now. I, I, I was feeling like maybe there needs to be a bridge there. Even at a bridge, maybe just like, some sort of instrumental break or like some sort of like maybe an outro or like something. I don't know. I feel like it needs like structurally. Yeah, I think it is in there. missing something, but I don't know what. Like part of yeah. me just wants to throw in another verse, but I I don't know that that would solve the the quote unquote problem. And I I do kind of like the way that it ends like right at the end of the chorus. Um, I'm yeah. not attached to that, but I, the way it is now, I do like that. I wouldn't be opposed to like maybe adding some sort of other part at the end of what we have already and then maybe like ending with uh, like a third chorus go around. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like not shifting anything that we already have, just like like tacking some sort of other like bridge or something uh, and then doing another chorus. Could have words, could have no words. Yeah, and then still ending it right on the, the chorus, mm-hmm. but just like adding another one to the end of whatever. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that could be cool. And so I don't remember last week like what vibe we were talking about going for, but is this mm-hmm. like a direction you wanted to go into? Are these sounds that you like or maybe you would want to change? Are these like, Structural I, elements that you would want to change. I think things are going to be different once there are drums or some sort of percussion added, uh, which I think is like the logical next step. For sure. And I think whatever ends up coming out of that will dictate the sounds for the rest of it. Because like as it stands right now, I want to hold on to that kind of like synthy, ethereal kind of vibe. Yeah. Had you considered like adding any kind of guitar or like or like playing a I was thinking about it. I was um messing around with some leads with actually the the synth that wound up being that like 16th note repeated thing, but I hadn't found it yet and I think what I kind of decided was that I wanted to wait to see where the percussion sat before trying that again. <laughs> I think it could benefit from a lead part. I just yeah. don't know where that is yet. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I I think it needs, because right now it's just like the vocal melody that's kind of carrying everything and like the bass a little bit too. But I feel like it needs, like along with the synth stuff that's been added already, I feel like it needs like another like top line kind of yes layer. Yeah, for sure. Um, I might play around with that a little bit, but I might also leave that till later I don't know if I come up with anything we can talk about it um but I, yeah I think it, it needs like it needs something else on the top um cool so yeah I think that's where I'm at now um I I do on the whole like like all the stuff you're added I think uh yeah that pad especially I think adds a lot um and it's definitely like it it's giving this a, a vibe that just the bass and the vocal didn't necessarily give it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's a vibe that I like and one that I kind of want to um, roll with a little bit. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what I end up doing for next week. And this is where I put it. Sponsored ad. If I had one. Sorry. Lost the happy. But the happy's back. So what do you got for us this week? So this is a, a, a struggle for me in terms of me overcoming my own insecurities and my own hangups that I always have when like working on music, hmm. which is that like nothing ever sounds good enough. And like, so this is going to be a fun exercise for me. But upon revisiting everything today, I think it sounded better than I thought it did yesterday, which I think is an, an improvement. For sure. At least a, a personal improvement. So the first thing I did was try to work out like a drum thing. And I started out by like trying to play along to it on an actual kit Mm -hmm. um, to try to like work out some of the parts that I wanted to add in. So I'm going to play a little bit of the like voice memos that I recorded when I was like, when I was uh, trying to figure out what drums to do. Cool. So this is where it everything started. That's like the chorusy bit. Yeah. Um So it's kind of it was kind of yeah, the hi-hat in there, I see you. Yeah, that was like so that's like kind of where I started and then I like imported that voice memo into Pro Tools and then use that kind of as a guide to like MIDI out the drums mm-hmm. in a way that like sounded not shitty. <laughs> um, Something you have so, more control over than just like, you know, a phone recording. Yeah. And like, I can also like, you know, I can like play a beat on the drums, but I'm like, no, I am no drummer. So <laughs> I also didn't really have a way to record drums that was any good. So why do that when samples exist? Hmm. Um, so this is the drum, like just the drums in their final form as of right now. That verb. I know. I went I went a little crazy with the verb. Uh no, I can we can, we can tone that down. I just feel like especially if you're just listening to something by itself, if it's dry, it's like you don't really get the whole Yeah, and picture. that would, that wouldn't feel as present like in the mix. It just isolated. Yeah. You really get the full yeah, impact yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna um So that's like where the chorusy bit comes in. And it's kind of just like that the whole time. Um, except at the very, very end, I added some toms. You know, some tom builds. Yeah. Some classic tom builds. You love to see it. Um, it, it all feels like... It, I, I'm, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts in context. Because um, I fear the toms may be too much. I would welcome any suggestions on like 
changes to the beat or the um like any of the specific drums that are going on um and then uh the that was the main thing that I did um I tried really hard to figure out some sort of because I remember la- like last week we talked about maybe like adding another chorus to the very end or like adding like another like some an sort of other section thing. yeah and then yeah and then like repeating the chorus at the end um so I kind of added a bridge section but could not really figure out exactly what I like what should go there like I didn't have any uh like good ideas for like new lyrics or like a another melody or anything like that so basically what I did was um I you know what do I always do when I don't know what else to do I I just ooed it out great so (laughs) so here are some like bridge vocals for you uh yeah. I don't know why I didn't expect them to that wow, I can't even speak. I <laughs> I I didn't expect them to be that high, but it's it is it is eerie and cool. Yeah, well there's like four It's good layering. There's like yeah, there's like four different tracks in there. I that felt like the the most that I could do. I don't know, it's all um, about context. Like I would I, I would yeah. want to hear it in in the rest of the song, but it is, like, I do fuck yeah. with it. It is cool. And I also tried really hard to come up with a harmony that sounded good, and I couldn't figure that out either, but I just added, like, a high octave. Like, I just sang the whole thing yeah. up the octave and added that, like, really low. So it, like, has a, a little bit of extra, like, a textural thing in there, but it's not, like... I'm too willing to give you to me. That's the whole thing up, up the octave. And I just throw like the same like verb and a like a little bit of delay. On yeah. It. So that's that. Um, the last thing that I did that I <laughs> that if if you're into it, I would definitely want you to like redo. And or like add something onto it or maybe change it up a little bit um, was just like I, I threw in some like power chord guitars, but I had to like I would like play them on one chord and then I had to stop recording and then like hit record again and like move my hand to the next chord and okay, then like hit record again. Yeah. And like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm surprised you didn't just program them. Well, I it was easier to do it that I mean full disclosure um what I did was I asked Tyler to tell me how to play the power chords <laughs> in the, like I was like um my roommate Tyler who is very good at guitar I said hey Tyler I want to play uh, an A chord but it's a power chord how do I do that and he just showed me how to do it so that that was easier than me trying to figure out how to MIDI it out. Sure. Which is why I think that like maybe you would it would be better if you were the one who like either redid this or like built on top of it or like figured out another thing. Sure. Because um, I feel like this is definitely more like your 
wheelhouse. But this is just the like, just the straight like power chords. And it's basically the same. It, they're just like the, it's A and then the F sharp. And then it goes back to the A. And then in the chorus, it goes up to the C sharp and then back to A. So that's all I did. It's basically what the bass is doing, but even simpler because I didn't even add that like chord in the middle, like on the way, like ascending and descending. Oh, that B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of like I did for the like the synth pad, right? Yeah. Um, so I kind of just threw that in there as like a reference to see if like that sort of guitar thing is, is something that would sound good in context, and also if that was something that like you were into or like mm-hmm. yeah. So that's that's all I have right now. Wait, wait, wait. So you added drums and uh, a harmony and a bridge interlude and power chords on an instrument that you don't play and then you're going to come at me and be like, that's all I did. <laughs> well, okay. The, the the thing, the thing, okay. So what took me a long time was A, uh, like hand midiing out the drum parts. No, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying uh, <laughs> so modest. <laughs> like that's all I did. You did a lot. Like take ownership. Well, it's good. <laughs> Okay, it's a good thing. I'm picking on you because, like, (laughs) acknowledge that you did a lot. (laughs) Okay, so I did. I did a lot. I did a lot of this stuff. Um, But like, I will say that the large majority of my time was spent a mitting out drums and b agonizing over not being able to figure out a vocal part. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If that's not songwriting, I don't know what is. The ooze. The ooze were easy. Yeah. Like, that's all I know how to do. <laughs> but, like, trying to figure out, like, an actual harmony for, uh, like, the the verses and the chorus that sounds good is very difficult and not a thing that I'm good at. Yeah, no, it's tough. I don't—you're—you're uh, you're even way better at it than me. So, like, you struggling to me yeah. means that it is very hard because I am yeah. not good at that shit. That's the thing is that like if if I if there is a part already written or like I already know what is supposed to happen then like I can sing it. It's just like I am I am extremely not good at like trying to figure out how to get there. Yeah, which is where like the disconnect lies. But yeah, so so this is the whole thing all told. Here we go. That synth pad, I think, makes the whole thing. Song. 
the Toms. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I was like, is this too, is this too much? I don't know. No, I look for that shit. I love that kind of shit. <laughs> well, great. There's more to come. <laughs> Okay, so I think I really love the toms into the ooze, but yeah. I'm expecting more of a build after that before the chorus comes back in. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting there to be like something else that happens there before the chorus, and maybe that's where like a lead instrumentally thing happens. That was kind of my thinking, is I was like, I think this like bridge space needs to be there but i i like was really having a hard time figuring out like a lead some sort of like lead thing or like what else should be in there mm-hmm. um which is why i just kind of like defaulted to the ooze because that's cuz cuz i wanted some way to like separate that space out and that is what i know how to figure out yeah no i mean i like the ooze exactly where they are i love i like the toms signaling the transition I like the ooze and most of everything else dropping out but I think like after those two ooze that you have and the and the tom signaling the chorus coming back in I think there needs to be more in that space yeah I was thinking like that would be a good place to put like like a cool guitar thing or like I'm like not even opposed to maybe putting a drum part in there because the drums kind of like come out entirely after that second chorus um, yeah. until like the toms come back in. But I like, like I feel like it needed to be something like more intense and that felt like more than I could <laughs> like figure out while like midiing it out. <laughs> but I agree with you that uh, I think there needs to be more of a build there. Um, I'm just not hundred percent sure what that should entail yeah uh, I'm wondering like a, a thought that I had in in kind of tandem with this is what do you think about like like the guitar not even coming in until there and then you have like a cool lead and a build and then the chords come in for the last chorus I could be into that because I feel like it's it's a cool like almost contrasted textural element like the softness that we have going everywhere else that Mm -hmm. like it felt a little jarring coming in too soon for me Mm -hmm. and maybe that's part of just like um you know maybe if it it was a little less raw I wouldn't feel that way but it could be neat as like an more used effectually at the end like having that lead build in the bridge to like carnage of the last chorus yeah especially because you're you're literally like rip your insides out like yeah and like I I did kind of take the opposite approach where I like brought it down at the end um but I like I, I feel like I did that because I like wanted there to be like a different like a shift in mood from what was happening in, like the earlier verses and choruses but totally. like maybe I like what what you're saying is that like maybe we do the opposite where like we take the guitar out of the verses and choruses to keep the the mood a little bit lower and then like go hard with that at the end. Mm-hmm. I think that could be really cool. I'd also like had toyed with trying to 
re-sing the chorus at the end, but like belting it more or like singing it louder or like in a different register that would give it more intensity in in contrast to the rest of the vocal, which is on the whole kind of soft. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like that goes along too with what you're saying of like a building of intensity versus bringing it down. Yeah. I I would love to hear that honestly. Like I would uh like 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 a a louder rawer take of that last chorus. And maybe they could be layered together, you know? Maybe one could you could even record a little bit further back from the mic so that there is that like distance in multiple ways. Um Yeah. And we could mix them together. Mhm. I'm excited to keep working on this like straight up. I was starting okay, to get cool. some some little lead ideas uh, while I was listening to it. And cool. this will be a good reason to pick up my guitar this week. So here we are, back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> the best vine that ever was. <laughs> okay, so it was my turn this week. And it was, Yes. And let's just say I didn't do anything until last night. <laughs> and last night, I I basically just took the stems you sent me and I tried putting them into Ableton, into the session I already had, which uh, turned into some, not problems, but also not solutions. Uh, <laughs> and so after I got it mostly situated, I put it down for the night and then did a bunch more today and part of doing stuff today in the in the in the I would say middle processes of doing stuff today I took a voice memo of notes so that I wouldn't forget what I had done and so I'm (laughs) going to play that for you rather than trying to remember okay cool, cool cool I love that I moved over from Ableton to Pro Tools because I needed more tracks and the Live Light version of Ableton only lets you have eight. Um, so yeah, that I sucks. Sucks have a lot. been like, since we talked about extending that bridge, I've been kind of just like cutting and pasting to build out um, different parts of it. I haven't worked on the lead yet, but I, I started, I like, instead of keeping the guitar, instead of moving the guitar so it comes in just at the bridge to start, I just, um, instead of letting it start in the second verse, I have it starting in the, what I guess we'd call the third verse after the first chorus, um, so that you get an idea of it. Like, I want, I envision this just being a slow build the whole time. Um, and so it'll start there and with just the chords that you came up with, and then I will work on a lead that starts in the bridge and have the chords come back in underneath the lead. Um, I have still no drums underneath the ooze, and then I kind of like doubled the length. So the length of the ooze, I like, I just doubled the length of the bridge. I don't know why I need to try to make everything more complicated when I explain it. Um, <laughs> and then I took some of your drums that you had in the chorus, and I put them 
back in the second half of the bridge so you get that momentum again before the drums slow down with the, the tom builds um, for the snare builds. I'm not sure which. I don't know shit about drums. They're toms. I think it's snare and tom. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I think it was both, um, right? They're both? They were both. Yeah, they're both. I, yeah. I got there eventually. The <laughs> couple of, I took two of the belt tracks of you belting the last chorus and I put them in, but I can't really mix them in very well because I don't have your plugins for um, the vocal effects. Uh, I'm going to work on the lead. And then I, uh, the other note that I have so far is that I think the delay on the vocals needs to come down a little bit. Just like, not even down, just needs to be automated in some of the more empty spaces or something. I would have to look at the session to see how you did it. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Cool. I think sometimes just the way it, it trails over the new stuff that's coming is just heavy and it's not even so much that I wouldn't like it to be there I would just like it to be lower like I don't think that it existing is it sounds bad I just think sometimes it is distracting um and so if it could just be like automated where the trail is lower or something you know uh this is I don't know something you could turn the mix down or turn the um outboard down or turn the feedback down so it's not like uh like repeating so much or like so intensely yeah um, or something like that I don't know that's a fair point and we can we can fuck around with that yeah and like when I play the full bounce from this week you'll I can better point out what I mean but in the meantime mm-hmm. um I per your half request I don't know if it was a full request I um, <laughs> retract the rhythm guitar. Uh, oh yeah, that was a full request. That was a full. Uh, this guitar is bad. Please make it better. Request. <laughs> well, I fully also doubled it. So I um, six 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 six. Okay, I, I love I love that. I did it once. I love with, a double guitar with just um, with my reverb, my chorus, and that. Um, Fender distortion pedal I have, but then I also did yeah. a second time adding in that fuzzrocious croak pedal that I got that I'm super stoked on. And what the hell is that? Uh, it is a like it's a fuzz pedal that fuzzrocious makes, and it is fucking gnarly. Um, you'll get a better sense of it when I show you the lead, but here is just like the general idea of the two rhythm guitar tracks like panned about halfway to each side okay so you get a nice little stereo spread yeah I do love me a stereo spread <laughs> So that's that. So there's part of the lead that I did that I really like and the other part that I'm not certain on, but I think what might happen with the first part of it, it might be adaptable based on if you end up changing the drums that I stole from the chorus to put in the bridge, you know what I mean? So the part of the lead that I did that I like uh, involves... Like it's it's kind of sparse. It it involves some some bending, but it also really emphasizes that. that croak pedal that I that I fuck with so much now. Hell yeah. 
Whoa. That is pretty fucking gnarly. Right? I love that. I'm pedal. into that. Hell yeah. yeah. That like the that the string bending too. Yeah. Is a uh, thank you. For, like whatever whatever you did to get that that sound that like you know. Yeah, I I like had two thoughts kind of going in my head when I was um working out the lead. Like like flashback thoughts, and one was to when we were recording. I'd rather not, and I was trying to put a string bend in the solo at the end. And Chris is kind of like, "It's not really doing the thing you want it to do. Let's not do it." And I was like, "Okay." And so yeah, it's it's like a, a trying to reclaim that, and I think part of it working has to do with just the the pedal, um, mm-hmm. but also like. When I was doing the other part that you haven't heard yet, I just kept repeated like recording a bunch of different stuff over and over again and just going over that part and like improvising until I figured out something that would work. And that Mm -hmm. took me back to like when I was interning at the headroom. I don't remember what session it was. It might have even been because I was there when Hopalong was recording Painted Shut. And Mm -hmm. I remember watching Joe track guitars. It might have been for that, but it might have been for something else. But he was just going over the same part in the song again and again, just like improvising different parts and just tracking a bunch of different takes and and trying to figure out what would fit and what would feel right. And I was like, how does anybody fucking do that? Like, how are you not, (laughs) how have you not just written a part and gotten there? Like, how are you just coming up with a bunch of different shit that sounds good? And waiting to pick. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I can sort of do this now. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that felt pretty good. Like what I what I put in there works. I'm just not sure if I'm set on it yet. That to me is what like being good at music is, you know? <laughs> or like being able to just hear a thing and like know what can fit over it and like trying out a bunch of different kinds of of those things and figuring out which the best one is. Yeah. But even like getting to the point where you can like improvise those things and know like, okay, this is what's playing right now. So these are the things that I can play over it that will sound good with it. I guess that's basically just like kind of music theory shit. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of cool when you feel yourself getting to that point. It just feels like a new, like a new like achievement unlocked kind of situation. Like it it takes me back to college. You know, we had to take music theory classes and recording one. And every time I feel like I'm doing better at something that requires me just like being able to hear a thing, I am grateful for Michael Johnson and Randy Kapralik, who in their own ways were like, you don't, really know music theory or have any like previous experience doing this but you do have a good ear like you can hear things and yeah. I was like thank you for <laughs> encouraging yeah. me um well I feel like that is kind of a thing that not the only thing but I feel like that is the thing that has gotten me and you both through songwriting a lot of for the time sure. up until now is just like being able to hear something and at the very least know like that works or that doesn't work or like that sounds cool or that doesn't sound cool. And like maybe like we couldn't quite figure out exactly how to do the thing we wanted to do, but we could at least like hear something and know that it wasn't right. 
Yeah. And that's like, that's part of it, you know? Yeah, it's a that's, big part of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, And that was a big part of like n- noodling around today to figure out a lead. And the last thing that I did was I had an idea for like a small harmony at the end of, like, I guess it could be any verse, but I think it mostly just works at the end of the third verse. Um, I... I think it sounds better isolated right now than it sounds in the full bounce. But part of that I attribute to just um, not mixing it very well and again, not being able to put it like in the same space as your vocal takes. Uh, So it'll sound much better when I just play it for you isolated like this. Waiting here for you to see Yeah, we'll see. Because we only have one week left, theoretically. I, I think that would be something interesting to flesh out more together and maybe to like either create more layers with or have you redo or something. Um, I, I would love to have to have you get some some vocals in there somewhere. Oh, thanks. I, I just think this this song really emphasizes a lot of the different strengths in your voice and it makes me very excited. Thank you. Well, here is the week four bounce. Like, I hadn't really listened to this since last week either. So I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. So the guitar is going to come in now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Which I think lends itself to the, the lyrics there better. Yeah. And I think it makes sense for, for it to build more like that after the, the, the first time the chorus comes in. I do want to like fuck with these drums a little bit. I don't know how, but ooze back in here. Yeah! That's sick! That's so cool! And so that's where, that's where we're at. Damn. Yeah, that is like a, like the kind of lead that I felt like I like needed to be somewhere and I Hell just like yeah. couldn't get there. So thank you for getting there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, that sounds very cool. And the the I do like the way it builds mm-hmm. um, and kind of explodes at the end. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm I'm stoked on this song. Me too. Okay. 
Okay, everyone, welcome back to the podcast, or I guess welcome back us to the podcast because you're still here listening to it and and we are here working on it again in real mm-hmm. time. Um, we we have spent the better part of an hour and a half uh, <laughs> figuring out how the fuck we're going to work on this in real time together at the same time and see and hear everything. I am wearing two sets of headphones, one over top of the other, the one pair in my right ear and the left pair in my, the other pair in my left ear. Uh, just, just, just to set the scene for, for everybody involved. Yeah, I have two different phones in front of me, one on a phone call with Rachel and one recording a voice memo that is then going to record my voice and also the song as we go through it. I am looking at the at the Pro Tool session on Lauren's computer through a Zoom meeting while recording my own voice through a Pro Tool session on my computer, uh, and we're gonna we don't even know what we're doing yet. We just like haven't even decided what the task is because it took so long to start the task. Okay, so, so what is the task at hand? So in theory, we wanted to go through this song together so that we both have some input into what, like, the actual final product is going to be versus, like, one of us, you know, getting sent it for the last round and getting, like, whatever the final say would be. Yeah, rather than switching it off week to week. Right. And we're going to go through this song, and we are going to uh, do a little bit more arranging and, and fixing up of some things, and... Uh, by the end of this, we better have a final song that's fucking good or else. (laughs) (laughs) Or else that's it. End of the podcast forever. (laughs) Or else I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) Okay. So I basically like we have the Pro Tool session in front of us in pretty much the state that it was at the end of the last time you had it, Rachel. I honestly, like, was very into the structure the way you had worked on it last time, like adding that bridge, making sure it it built up a lot more at the end. I know there were maybe some, like, drum edits that maybe, because uh, you would just kind of, like, copy and pasted the, the beat that was already here for the end, and I just wanted to make sure that, like, any, like, extra beats would need to be added in there. And then we will have some semblance of a a finished song i think we're on the same page i i thought the the drum well i remember last week um we both kind of agreed that the drums could use a little work and Mm -hmm. some of that vocals on the delay on the vocals needed to come down um yeah we talked about adding in more of that harmony that i added last week and then other than that yeah i just agree like working on the levels a bit and it'll be good to go so in terms of like drum stuff this this part at the the beginning of the ending we'll say was copied from the chorus yeah so that's all just the midi drums Mm -hmm. i think i think we need an extra like some sort of like extra kick going on here And I think that, like, I like when I was doing this before, I feel like that, like, empty space here where the kick and the snare is not really doing anything was is cool in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for what's happening now, 
It needs a little bit. Yeah, it needs to be ramped up. Yeah. So that already feels better. I think the extra kicks and snares are good, but what about, you know, like a tom or a more cymbal, a more crash. Something. Oh, you want like a fill? You do you oh, want like a, a fill maybe? <laughs> or like a like a like a like a drum fill? Uh, like like something that makes it I don't know cuz it's still kind of boring. It is still kind of boring. The problem with that though is that it, um midiing fills is hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is why I haven't done it yet. We didn't do this what? to be easy. That's <laughs> that is true. You are correct. I think like there should be a fill like in the middle here, right? Halfway through for sure. We need a little bit of spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, right yeah. at, right at the end of the right at the end before the halfway point needs a little bit of a little like snare roll or something. I don't know. But like I said, I don't know shit about drums, but I know I, I heard something missing. <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's like I, I I, I don't think you need to know anything about drums to, like, know what you want to hear. Like, you've heard enough songs, right? You've heard enough songs to know, like, what's <laughs> supposed to happen. <laughs> and I don't know that has that has necessarily has anything to do with, like, knowing how to play the drums or knowing anything like that. Yeah. Okay. So, at the end of the second bar, there needs to be a little something-something. And then maybe we put another crash at that first beat of the third I'm sorry, this is just going to be really annoying while it's happening. What else is new? (laughs) 2020, baby! (laughs) It's close. I think it shouldn't be... All toms, maybe? Hmm. Toss a snare in there or something? I'm thinking, like, let me try. It's close. There's, like, a little bit more of a lead in here with these snares. I'm going to make them louder because... Yeah, they should only get louder there, not quieter. Yeah, and I think, too, like, just turning up some of these drums will help. I just don't know that if I... I love the tom roll. Yeah. I think some toms, but I don't know if I like that. Just like down, 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 down toms. Maybe instead of like a, like a roll there, we do like a, like a, (laughs) this is two people who don't play the drums trying to like write drums and communicate ideas on the drums. (laughs) Like, yeah. What if, what if Like a tuku, tuku, do, do. Instead of like a roll, we do like a two, like a, like a like a one and like a one and two instead of a. Because I, I like I like these kicks and air that you've added in, and I like the kick and the snare happening together where it is. Maybe you repeat that again, uh, underneath that last you know beat mm-hmm. of the bar as well. Like, like so they take those two, and, yes, and and copy them over.
I think it's definitely better than it was. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to add another crash here. I'm going to play back this whole section. I think that it's even, better than it was. Yeah, even just like adding those extra, like those extra kick and snares, I think needed to be there. And even just like adding that little fill in the middle, I think does a tremendous amount to the whole section. Yeah, it gives um, it a lot more momentum. I think maybe we, we leave the drums there for right now mm -hmm. and then work on like, like leveling everything in a way that sounds good. And then if we still feel like after that, there needs to be a little bit more in the drums or, or a little bit more somewhere, then we can figure that out. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing I wanted us to be on the same page with is like the, the ending, the vocals at the end, what should be like the main thing that we're hearing? I want it all. I want it to explode. <laughs> okay like straight up <laughs> I think we have a cool song coming together I agree <laughs> so clearly at a certain point that wild ridiculous setup that we had so that we could work on mixing <laughs> at the same time got to be too much for me in particular and we really we really tried we, we <laughs> like put we in really a, did. a lot of effort but uh at a certain point we had to put it down and walk away and work yeah. on it individually again i think that was for the best definitely um, but you know we weren't gonna not record what we were doing because that's not good podcast etiquette. Exactly. So we sent each other some notes and ideas back and forth, and we are going to play a compilation of those notes for you right now. I never noticed the rim shot or uh, block or whatever that sound is in the verses for the drums, but I like it a lot. I'm wondering if it would be cool to change that to a snare in the third verse so it's Again, like propelling the song forward and creating more impact. I think that rhythm guitar in the third verse, second chorus, comes in too hot. We have a lot of things that are in the same mid-frequency range. I want to be mindful of creating space for everything. I think the lead needs to come up. And I think the high harmony, just in the first verse or the first half of the first verse, needs to come down like half a decibel or some small amount. Also, do you still want me to record a harmony? Because if so, I would like to do that. We talked about doing it where that last note doesn't come down, it stays level. So it would be like a, I've been waiting here for you to see. Should it be like soft like that? Should it be, should it be like a, I've been waiting here for you to see. You tell me. And beyond that, uh, is this a coping skill song? Like, I think we both need to think about that and um, talk about that tomorrow and then like what that means and also what it's called. I sent you an email with another bounce in it and I listened to it through my phone and it sounds fucking cool and 
I I am leaning towards just saying fuck it and making it a coping skill song. I think anything can be a coping skill song if we work on it together. So so why not this? Listen to the song in my car bunch on my drive home and it's super close. I just think the synth pad that plays underneath for most of the song needs to come up a smidge. Okay, I'm we transferring you the session with all my vocals. There is a plethora. I tried a bunch of high harmonies and low harmonies. I did some yelling takes of the chorus too. Trying to yell made me feel rusty as shit. Like like a bike that has been left out in the rain and the heat all summer long, Rusty. Thank you for for sending me all the vocals and stuff. Um, I'm gonna try to listen through all of them and maybe like put a couple options together and like see how things sound in context. And then we should have a song. And so last night, by 11.07 p.m., Lauren had uploaded a new bounce to the shared Google Drive. Google, please sponsor us. Um, and, <laughs> and then sent me this really perfect 32 seconds of audio. There is a new mix in the Finish the Damn Thing song mixes drive folder uh, with all of your harmonies in there. And I am wondering if... Um, when we started writing songs like five years ago, do you think that our past selves would believe that we made a song that goes this fucking hard? And to answer your question, Lauren, no, I did not think yeah. we could do something that goes this fucking hard. <laughs> okay, that's what I was wondering. But I- damn! <laughs> I straight up listened to about, it um, three <laughs> times in a row, and 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 truly, I do not think that there is technology that exists that I could listen to it loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know it well, and I think it like it accomplishes what we set out to do because I remember like in the first couple back and forth that we were working on this, you're saying like. Uh, you know, I really kind of want it to like build. I want it to kind of explode at the end. And I, I, uh, I think that it accomplished that. Would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. It, uh, it, it takes the trajectory that I hoped it would take, that I believed it could take. The bones of the song are there. So like the original demo is still very present in the song if not physically, yeah. spiritually. And so I'm wondering if this is everything you imagined or if this is totally different or like how you feel about the final song versus how you felt about the that demo not only five years ago, but at the start of this process. I think I can safely say that this is not at all where I expected this song to go. Just just based on what I know about myself and five years ago, me recording that voice memo. It, it definitely went in kind of a wild direction that I was not expecting, but am very glad that it went in that direction. Um, and I think there are some cool things in this song that we have not really like fully experimented with like the way we were working on midiing all the drums and like really having 
a specific trajectory of like, we want this song to build to this point. How do we get it there? And actually being able to like figure out how to get it there and then getting it there. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it, it is kind of, it, it does kind of feel like we are like every time we do this, it feels like we are flying a little bit less blind and that's very cool. Yeah. So this song might sound pretty different from what people typically expect of us if they have any expectations whatsoever about what a coping skill song sounds like. But I think it actually leans more in the direction of how we do covers than than how we had been writing originals. Because I can't think of any coping skill songs for the most part, like original songs that have synths, let alone multiple synths, and that have this much programming on them. But that is what we end up doing typically when we make covers of stuff. And I feel like we're leaning more into those tendencies on this uh, and, and building off of what we normally do with originals and molding the two in a way that I'm really excited about continuing to do in the future. Like, this is my yeah. favorite thing that we have made uh, as a song. I, I think it I really think so too. plays to both of our strengths super well. And we have super effectively, in a short amount of time, turned something from its most basic idea into something that I feel really proud of. Like, I don't know that we have made a song this realized completely on our own because like even yeah like the like I don't think any of like our original songs that we put out together sound anything like this and even like as we were like putting out our records like we always had other people like playing drums and like writing those parts for the most part and you know we'd worked with other people recording on um worst new music that you know, added some ideas and kind of helped us along the way. Um, but this is something that we accomplished, like, completely between the two of us. And I'm really excited about that and about our ability uh, to make more music like this and seeing where we can go from here. I think so, too. Uh, something that means a lot to me personally is, like, I I know you know this, but I— have a hard time a writing lyrics and b sharing any ideas that I have and like feeling comfortable doing that and I really appreciate the fact that you were like hey I found this thing and it's cool and we should work on it and you should want to work on it because it's cool and kind of like <laughs> forcing me into that and I am really glad you did because I love this song and I I, I don't know how this song would have turned out if we actually worked on it five years ago when I sent you that demo. Um, but I am really glad that we have the song that we have now. And it's made me feel more comfortable with, you know, sharing ideas and and having our songwriting process be more of a back and forth. Um, I think that was really important to me in this whole process. It is really touching and sentimental and sweet. And I hate to tarnish all of that. But as soon as <laughs> you said, like you used the word drag and I had the it, all of those old pictures of like, 
you know those like that old like Instagram explorer girl motif for like the, the girl in front and you see the back of her like reaching out to the person taking the picture and pulling them behind. Yeah, presumably like whatever dude is taking this image and it's always like some scenic ass shit. Yeah. And they're like, you know, come come with, with me. My, you know, let me let my manic pixie dream ass take you on this adventure. <laughs> I can show you the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh that was what I that's that's how I It does kind of feel that way sometimes though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like instead of like some scenic uh locale uh I don't I don't know where else you would be dragging me, but <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing about all of this is that we accomplished what we set out to do, which was to finish the damn thing. And the thing is finished. Yeah. And we did it. Yeah. And now finally, it's the end of the episode, the moment you've all been waiting for. And, and now, now, More Talk, talk Less rock, rock is proud to present Untitled One Underscore One. Number zero one by coping skills. I'm uncomfortable 
Hold on. That is not the end of the episode. I hope you didn't think that was the end of the episode and that we were just going to leave you without tagging ourselves. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we, we are not one to break protocol, especially when protocol means committing to a bit. And uh, No, absolutely not. We we were blessed last night. Like, I just need you to know how blessed we all were. Lauren <laughs> sent me the final bounce. I listened to it, sent them a response, and then proceeded to find possibly the best email that I have ever received in my entire life. Can you corroborate that maybe this is the best email you have ever received? I agree. Yes. And it, that is a true assessment. It, it was a tag yourself suggestion from Allison. Allison, thank you so much. And uh, it is just simply an image. It was an attached image, sign Allison. And the attached image, which will be on our Instagram, is one of those alignment charts. It looks almost like, like, like a Gregor Mandel ass genealogy chart of dominant and recessive yeah, yeah. traits. Yeah, like when you're like, yeah, when you're like, uh, you know, crossing pea plants. Crossing pea plants. And you have plants. the letters, you know, you got the, the capital letters and the lower. You remember biology? You know biology when you had to do this shit? Yeah. You know her. It looks like that. Um, so this two, two by two, it's like a two by two square. And then on the left hand side, the options are dumbass and smartass. And on the top, there is with dumbass energy and with smartass energy. Allison, I do not know if you are trying to insult us or if you just incredibly, incredibly understand exactly what our dynamic and aesthetic is, but it's it's perfect. Like, I wouldn't even care if this was meant to be an insult. I accept this as a compliment. This is like, it's gorgeous. I called Lauren immediately cry laughing over this. Like, tear, human tears left my eyeballs. Yeah, we had a real we had a real good laugh, a real good time. time. And it's an easy tag yourself. It's very easy really, to me. <laughs> yeah. So so now that we've described what we're looking at, I know, um, you know, a visual tag yourself in a podcast medium is not ideal, but uh, this was just too good to pass up. Um, and I think we figured it out. Um, Rachel, would you like to tell us what you are? I really would. I think for for a moment last night, let's be honest. You said, "Oh, I don't know." I don't know what it's going to be. And I said, no, I know exactly what it is. Very assured. <laughs> and what the... And you know what? The true real That answer. really is how it is, you know? <laughs> the true like, real... I don't know. <laughs> you say, no, Lauren, I know. <laughs> and this is what it is. <laughs> the true real answer for this tag yourself is that I... I'm a smartass with dumbass energy. And Lauren, you are a dumbass with smartass energy. Yeah, that's really it. I, I don't know that I have anything. I don't think we even have to explain. Like, I'm just pretty sure yeah. that's just... Um, I did yeah. want to reveal to you something that I was uh, thinking about this morning that I discovered. Mm -hmm. What's that? Allison's name looked familiar to me. And so I went into our listener feedback survey from season one. And Allison oh, had left us a survey. So, Allison! Allison, yes! the goat. The goat. Um, so, yeah, Allison was the one who suggested the uh, Nothing But Bits themed episode, like Minute to Win It with Friendship. So, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks for just, like, yeah. participating in the show. 
It really, it really means a lot. It really does. I feel great about it. <laughs> like, because I feel like the 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 first thing I thought when uh, when you told me to look at this email was, uh, do you know someone named Allison Hill? Because I don't think I know anyone named Allison Hill. And then we realized that this is just a person who listens to our podcast that neither of us know. And I, and I, I think, think that's that just in great. Self is incredible. I think it's incredible. <laughs> So thank you, Allison. Um, uh, thanks for participating. Uh, please be our friend. Thanks so much. So now it's time to rock some stuff on. And for this week, I am going to rock on ice cream because it is delicious it is my one of my favorite foods. It is definitely my favorite dessert. I think cold desserts are superior to warm desserts and baked goods. And that is a hill that I will die on. Thank you very much. A turkey Rachel, hill, maybe? what are you rocking on? A, a turkey hill, maybe? <laughs> a little ice cream humor for you? Uh, what is, I know what your favorite Ben and Jerry's is specifically, but I'm wondering if that is your favorite ice cream of all or what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Well, you, you know, you know, I love the Cherry Garcia. But I, like, I do know that. Cherry ice cream is not really like a common thing that you find uh, with a lot of other brands. I know Turkey Hill has like a black cherry ice cream that mm. uh, I used to get. My parents used to get when I was a kid. My dad really likes black cherry flavored stuff, and I really like black cherry flavored stuff. So I like. I think a lot of fruit flavors are good. I also love a mint chocolate chip, which Classic. is kind of a normie opinion, but you know what? If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Um, you don't have to talk about the classics, like, you know. Yeah, mint chip or like a black cherry or like a turkey. Also has a black raspberry that's very good. Mm. Um, I'm not into all the like you know like cookies and and you know all kinds of shit like that. It's too much. Yeah, you have already like, trashed baked goods on the in the last like forty yeah, seconds. So I like, <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by that decision. Yeah, you know at least what? you're consistent. I like a little. <laughs> I like a little chocolate in my ice cream, and I like maybe a little fruit. Uh, but other than that, you keep it pure and simple. I'm not above a vanilla or a chocolate. Honestly, Neapolitan rules. Get all three in one. Mm-hmm. That's where I stand. <laughs> What's your rock on? <laughs> well, this week, I would like to rock on the new Illuminati Hotties record. It's called Free IH. This is not the one you've been waiting for. I had never really listened to this band, and it wasn't something that I purposefully avoided. It was just something that never happened for me. And then a couple of days or like a week or two ago, my roommate Andrew sent me the first song on this record, um, which is called Will I Get Cancelled If I Write a Song Called, quote, If You Were a Man, You'd Be So Cancelled, end quote. Um, And... (laughs) I was like floored immediately. It's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then this morning when I, I got up really early to go skating because it's going to be like 90 goddamn degrees here. And I listened to the whole record while I was skating. And it was just like the perfect vibe for what I wanted. It's super good. Sarah's also uh, an engineer and a producer. And I just I, I just love it. It's just so good. I 
I'm glad you bring that up because I, I do not remember who did it, but I think someone posted a song on Instagram or something and I and was like, this is so fucking good. And then I clicked on it and I listened to it last night. It was the song Content Slash Bedtime. And uh, I listened to it and I was like, what the fuck? fuck is this but like in the best way you know right. yeah <laughs> like yeah and also i think it makes a lot of sense like i i didn't know that uh they're also like an engineer producer and i think that that really comes across in the music it is very well made very well arranged very well produced and also very interesting and there's a lot of stuff going on that i have never really heard before and i i think it's very cool Hell yeah. Rock on ice cream. Rock on Illuminati hotties. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of More Talk, Less Rock. We do everything to make this show. And because we do so much that goes into making the show, we've decided that we're going to take a little break from releasing episodes. But the season itself, season two, is not yet over. Yeah, we're just going to uh, take a week or two to not do this. Um do get a little R&R, you know? Um, but then we'll be right back at it with more content and bits and banter and bullshit that you know and love from us coping skills. In the meantime, you can catch up on any episodes you might have missed. And please tell all your friends about the show. Give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. That would be really cool and kind and considerate of you to do. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rachel. And, and we're, we're just, just happy, happy to be, be here. here. What? We are recording. <laughs> yes. Love you too, Jesus. God, <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> mom. <laughs> it's like only the more infantilizing when I am literally in a blanket fort. You know, it's just <laughs> I can't live my life. <laughs> Like in the basement in a blanket for hanging out with my friend. <laughs> I know.